Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, my favorite show of the week. The worst day of the week is Monday for most people. You know, you get off to a rough start, but we get to have a great conversation tonight. Tonight, I have with me from the Big Dumb Podcast, Mr. Kyle Rainey. Kyle, thanks for joining us. What's going on, Matt? Good to be here. As always, it's a pleasure. Uh, The Debaters is one of my favorite shows to listen to and to be a part of. So thank you, man. It's an honor. Dude, you guys got tank tops now? We got we've had tank tops, dude, but it's just now getting warm enough to bust them out, you know. And uh tickets are on pre-sale right now for the gun show. Uh we're still working up on the inventory. You know, we can't really go to a show without having some things to to move, some product to sell. So don't, you know, you see a lack of product right now, don't worry. By the time the tickets go on full sale to the public, they'll be there, okay? But Yes, you can get a tank top uh, with uh, our logos and on it. So uh, check it out. Excellent. And we have Mikey from KGUP Presents. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here on the master, I mean, Monday night master debates for the first time. So I'm I'm pretty excited to be on here and kind of share my thoughts and, you know, listen to you guys at the same time. It's pretty awesome. I listen to you guys every I mean, all your shows. I mean, I haven't checked out the the Big Dumb podcast yet, so I got to check that out. Oh, sure. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun, man. Kyle, my friends don't even listen to my shows. <laughs> my mom listens to my show. I don't barely. know anyone in real life that listens to my show. I. That's weird. That's yeah. kind of funny, actually, dude. What's, <laughs> what's your first name? Welcome to first? my life in 2022. You know, <laughs> it's one of those where if if it's weird, it will happen to me right now. I'm in I'm in that kind of phase. So good. Well, time. that's such a bad idea, Matt. To be like, I don't want to talk to you. Go listen to my podcast and all this interesting stuff that I talk about. You know what I mean? And then she's just going to be like more obsessed. Oh yeah, but that's then I don't have to talk. You can hear everything because. I don't have any other thoughts than what I say on this, right? That's it. I give you a week's worth <laughs> of, of thoughts in one night and we're good. But nice. no, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's 2022 crazy fucking times, man. That's all I know. It's, it's just keeps getting weirder and weirder. 
And uh, and I wanted to just start off with this because it's kind of a fun, weird one. And and you and Ron just did a, a cool episode on this whole snake venom thing. And I don't want to go too crazy with it and deep, but just the idea of it. Right. And the idea that they could do something to the water and and that that ability to do something to the water would really wreak havoc if if Mm -hmm. they could do it right Mm -hmm. um i don't know how plausible it is though i mean i want to i want to hear what you guys have to say about it yeah i would say that you know anyone that doesn't think and we actually say this in that episode you know anyone that doesn't think that they would mess with the water you know they being the government in this case or some regulatory board that you know it's not your your local municipal water people. They're not in on the whole thing. It's someone at a higher level, um, you know, the manufacturers of the chemicals because your water gets treated no matter what, right? Could happen before it's really even in their system. Um, but the they that we're talking about, they've poisoned the water for years with fluoride. You know what I mean? This is a yeah. fact. And um, so, yeah, dude, it's, a, it's definitely nothing new, but it would be like extra diabolical if it was something like this. Yeah, I mean, uh, they go ahead. Sorry, no, I good. mean they put on hazmat suits to put in the fluoride, and then it's this industrial version of it. And the people who work for these city municipalities, they have to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, so they cannot talk about what they put in the in the water. They're not allowed to discuss it. So even if we were to approach somebody, if we knew somebody, I mean, we they could be fired for revealing it. That you know sued probably right yeah definitely. yeah and, and just the fact that we know that i mean i get my annual water report every year any i'm sure you guys get the same too even if you rent the city that you live in they send out that report and you i mean the fucking shit that's in my water here in west texas i've got high levels of i mean it's all appropriate levels right it's all safe for human consumption but i've got uranium plutonium high high levels of calcium i mean our water is so hard out here i mean it's like our you put a humid humidifier in the room the thing breaks within a couple weeks because that it just calcifies around the element uh we've got uh more lead than flint michigan in our water and where's our fucking you know billions of obama dollars you know what i mean like it's uh and i'm sure a lot of cities especially well i would say especially smaller towns have that as well and I, I didn't know, Mikey, that they had, you know, signed NDAs to put the shit in the water. But I actually used to live uh, close to uh, the water treatment facility in my old hometown. And it would just smell like shit all the time. Like you, you knew when you were entering town because you drive right over the bridge into the water, past the water plant. And my house was like right across. It always smelled like shit, dude. And then growing up in Dallas, uh, it was it was a. Uh, I remember my teachers in, in school saying how great the water in Dallas was because it was so high in fluoride, which was great for your teeth. They were like, oh, it's so good. You know, your teeth are a lot stronger. It's great. It's all good. And I'm like, then why are there so many goddamn dentists everywhere? <laughs> I mean, yeah. everywhere you go, there's another dentist's office popping up. But uh, and those are just things you, you don't think about when it comes to what's in the water. But it, if the, going back to this, this hypothesis of the snake venom you talked about the ability, right, Matt, the ability to do something like this. I think they have the ability to do it, whether or not it's what this whole hypothesis is. I don't know, but I think they could, if they wanted to, 
Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, that, that was one thing that uh, we were saying again and again was that for a theory, it's too perfectly set up. You know, usually you can poke more holes in theories for conspiracies that really get some legs on them. You know what I mean? Like people will run with stuff that really doesn't make any sense. And it's like, okay, there's no historical facts to back this. There's no medical facts to back this, like the ivermectin and the monoclonal antibodies being anti-venomous as well as anti-parasitic. I mean, that was mind-blowing when I looked into that. And I looked into that myself because I was like, okay, dude, that's a little much. And I looked into it, and sure enough, dude, you know, um, what else was there? There's the freaking resveratrol the and the doses. was a big part for me, too. The resveratrol. Uh, uh, yeah, the nicotine was huge. But this yeah, this felt like one of those op- this ops that is is sprinkled with lots of little bits of truth into it. You know, we saw that in the Q movement, and look at the title of the documentary itself: "Watch the Water." What is what did Q always say? Watch the water. You know, it felt like a dog yeah, was to yeah. the Q people, but it was sprinkled with truth, like the nicotine aspect. That was something I heard months and months uh you know probably a year and a half ago about the whole COVID thing that smokers and people who use nicotine products had a lower chance of contracting the virus um and that was something because i i I use nicotine so i thought that was super fascinating so i upped my nicotine consumption (laughs) probably not overall healthy but i haven't gotten sick you know yeah, I, I said one thing a second ago that I fucked up. Uh, not resveratrol, remdesivir is what I meant. Remdesivir. You know, the doses. That was um, true about that too. That it's so fucked. That it's high in the the toxin. It's either crate or cobra. I think that the cobra was in the actual strain of whatever we thought COVID was, and then the crate venom, which is another highly highly venomous snake that I guess like one bite can kill eighty five men from a crate. It's insane. Um, but yeah, Matt, what was the thing that stood out to you about it, dude? Like, you know, because you are uh, more, you know, you like concrete things when you're looking into shit like this. What, what, what was just so you know provocative to you? Well, th- how fast it blew up. I mean, it just it just took off overnight and out of nowhere. Like we hadn't heard anything about any of it. And then all of a sudden, boom, snake venom was everywhere. Everybody was talking yeah, about yeah. it. And 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 like you said, where it came from. Those guys are kind of the ultimate fear porn salesmen. Yeah. So I always take what they say with a grain of salt. You know, they're much like the, the the videos. There's some truth into what they're saying, but at the end of the day, they're really trying to sell you on some supplies. So yeah. Stu yeah. Peters is very Christian too, to the point where it's weird because he he's like a born again guy, and. That always is a weird thing to me. Well, you know he's what I just mean? Like, like those TV preachers then, you know, I mean, yeah. they, they, they live in mansions and they're just taken, 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 but they're going to say they're, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I mean, it's, it's a mask and, and a lot of these people wear them too. And I, yeah. I don't buy into that shit. The, 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 you look into it, the more extreme, and we talked about it last week with the, or was it, yeah, with the diets, you know, the more extreme you get, it's like religion. You're going to get to that outer edge and, eventually you lose credibility and i don't know i just can't buy into a lot of it because now on the other side of it you you look at they have to produce a story every day right so it's got to be something with a little bit of spark to it so you got to figure some days they're just blowing smoke because they need to just put something out there um yeah and that's why story short 
I am I am buying a, a little uh, water distiller for sure. It's only I, I found one for seventy eight bucks. You can get them online at yeah, uh, HomeDepot.com. Oh, seventy eight nice. bucks, dude. It doesn't need electricity, just a heat source. Yeah, and I'm gonna get one, dude. You know, I'm gonna give one to my dogs because, like Kyle was saying, dude, my hot water heater breaks the element and it breaks every couple months because of how freaking uh, hard our water is, dude. Um, that can't be good to put in your body. I know calcium is good for you, but you can get too much of anything. You know what I mean? So. I don't know, man. I'm going to I'm going to get one. And I think I'm going to buy the five gallon. It's like one hundred and thirty bucks. And this is just you know like I mean? distiller. It's not a nest. Well, because when you distill water, it's purified, but you can't just drink distilled water all the time. Right. Well, I'm glad that you say that, Kyle, because they actually have uh, trace elements that you can buy for relatively cheap and you can put that in the water. You know what I mean? So, it yeah. It comes with all kinds of stuff. There was even uh, there was some I'll actually look while we're talking. There was some really incredible stuff that like there's like stuff that you can even add to the additives. Um, so you can buy just your basic minerals and, and stuff. And then you can also buy some that's kind of like heightened, I guess. Right. There was I thought I swore there was some that had like Kratom in it, too. I know. you. Oh, oh, oh OK. <laughs> yeah. So it's just interesting. You know what I mean? Well, but, yeah, I know um, you can get like those uh, they have. I know Alex Jones sells it on his website. You can get them other places. They're like the Alexa pure water filtration systems that actually do because most water filtration does not filter out fluoride. I don't even think distilling water can necessarily get the fluoride out. Uh, but these particular filters that you can buy, I think it's Alexa pure is the brand. You can get uh, fluoride fil- the filters filter out the fluoride in it as well, among along with viruses poisons it it does it all apparently and you can get those life straws too so you can literally go in like uh, some piss water some you know puddle on the street and just drink out of it like that and it filters it at least most of the shit out of it too so I've those are just good, good things to have right in in any situation right people yeah, listening out there you know i have some good news for the fluoride aspect of it though like according to at least just a quick search um the distillation process removes fluoride oh there you go so, yeah, so that's the whole thing, man. Like, and then I'm obviously gonna run it through a filter still. Um, what does you know, distilling the water do, though? Is it just boiling the water and uh, it steams it essentially, right? Okay, like a like the smart water, right? It's like they steam it and then let it drip back down into a another tank or something like that. It turns. Yeah, water Matt, into am I able to share an image, Matt? Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry, whoever was going to talk. Sorry to interrupt. I just I'll pull up an image here. Go ahead, Mike. I was just saying that it it uh, it turns the water into a vapor and then it recycles. Mm. So just just like making you know grain alcohol, like <laughs> yeah, it kind of just puts it through this whole system and it transfers it the so all the impurities are left behind. Mm-hmm. Think about like that. One day in the future, you're going to have to run like a moonshine operation of water. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Liquor, well, back in the day, to... they used to. They wouldn't drink the water. They would just drink beer because it was actually yep. safer to drink than the fucking water out of the rivers. Because even yeah. a thousand years ago, people were just fucking throwing all their shit in there, so they would have to make beer to actually stay hydrated. Yeah, it's a crazy thing, but yeah. So this is what it is right here. You know, now, what what's I mean? that made out of, Ryan? <laughs> Dude, well, you're gonna get fucking uh, the is gonna come after you. Look, yeah. look fucking Breaking Bad over here, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's it made out of? You ask, uh, yeah, what see. metal? Well, there's copper coils, 
Um, Probably aluminum. Looks like, looks like stainless steel, honestly. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It could be aluminum. Rubber pad, open cooling, copper coils, water pump. Oh, it does um, say stainless steel. This isn't the one that I looked at. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh it's just an interesting thing. And and I figured, you know, like if nothing else, maybe that'll be just a good way to uh to try to get a little healthier, you know what I mean? Well, like let's get the snake venom out of the water though. That's what I need to know. <laughs> Supposedly, I mean that's that's according to if this is a real thing, it'll it'll remove peptides and, and proteins and shit like that out of the water too. I mean, if it can get fluoride out and filters can't remove fluoride, I would think it could take out any kind of toxin at all, you know what I mean? Yeah, I use a Zen water filter, which is a gravity filtration, just like the the Alexa Pure Pro. Okay. And I actually use Pro Pure water filters, and it's it's ceramic, and it's supposed to filter out ninety nine point nine percent of the impurities. But I did get sick. What was uh, the brand? I'm sorry, the Zen you said. Yeah, Zen water filter. You you can look it up on Amazon or eBay. It's writing that down. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And um. But I was just about to say, like, I got my wife and I, we got sick in January and it was really bad. I mean, you, you uh, Ron from what, what's that um, something planet, Wicked, Wicked. Planet. Yep. He um, he was saying that, you know, the symptoms of the venom is that you get constricted um, lungs where you can't breathe. That's exactly what we had gone through. And it was very excruciating. Like you're, you have a really tightness in your chest and it was unlike any kind of sickness I had ever felt. I mean, I've had the flu before, but it wasn't anything like this. And, um, it just made me think that they're just putting it in, in the sky, dropping it, you know, through those chemtrails. If you guys believe in that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's interesting, Mikey, because I, I feel like after hearing you say that I've heard so many different people talk about so many different symptoms related to the virus right and that's mm. one of the things that's it's been really weird every it's hit everyone a little bit differently um and normally you kind of get a standard you know with the with the seasonal flu or whatever it is you kind of get that you know what to expect everybody kind of has the same thing it goes around you know this it's like some people it stays with them for a couple weeks some people longer some people a couple days it's and 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 the symptoms are so varied but everyone seems to at some point hit an extreme you know something is gotten really bad whether it's heavy chest whether it's you know your your lungs uh breathing issues congestion you know uh just right. everything and I, I find it interesting i don't i don't know and I, i'm i'm more along the lines of what you guys were just saying before that it's it's more of what's being sprayed than we're being led to believe i mean it could be a combination i mean we can't really trust the corporations that make you know coca-cola products or any i mean they could easily just spike the 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 sodas that we drink. I mean, the stuff well, that we just take for granted every day. Well, and, and you, we have the FDA to, you know, supposedly keep that like with food, you know, Coke and things like that to like regulate that. But the FDA has proven over the last two years and probably farther beyond, but especially these last two years that they don't give a fuck. They will just let anything go through. If you grease the wheels enough, it does not matter. So I would not be surprised if something, well, Except they're like going after like, you know, 
cabbage you know someone gets e coli from from a from a batch of cabbage or some lucky charms or something and they go ape shit over it meanwhile there's hundreds of thousands of vaccine adverse reactions being reported there's uh the water issues in every major city in the country i mean and I, so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they were just letting some shit like that slide and maybe they purposely if let's say they did put it in coke or something it would make sense that people who drink a lot of coke and uh uh ryan i, I know don't don't you like do some some coke stuff don't you i work sl- for pepsi yeah, yeah I, I, I put that it. out there now i slipped up way too many times and so now it's just out there yeah pepsi okay. <laughs> so so well we know pepsi's cool but coke fuck those now guys. they're not <laughs> i know pepsi pepsi can suck ass any day dude they're the worst <laughs> but uh <laughs> i'm just saying it would make sense that you know most of the people who got sick were overweight unhealthy lots of junk food so why not slip it in a twinkie or a fucking diet coke i mean it i wouldn't be surprised let's just say that i don't have any evidence for that but just we're hypothesizing here it makes sense well there was a thing that came out that aborted fetal tissue is in a lot of products right and that's just one of those weird like satanic ritual things where you know people that don't believe in abortion um i'm kind of impartial on it i do think that it's disgusting when people are super pro-abortion especially like late term i think that that's just insane post-term um post-term is actually becoming a thing now too and yeah. what maryland and trying trying to push it in colorado um i i definitely err on the side of like let's not do that let's not do abortions at all but i do believe in like freedom of choice for your body and that means that sometimes some shit's going to go down that you don't appreciate right just like freedom of speech um, there was a lot of these anti-vax people that were too far to the right and I'm pretty far right, but like they were too far to the right saying like, you can't have abortions, but you can't fucking make me take a vaccine. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, like you're trying to control someone else's body. I know you see it as murder, but mm-hmm. you know, some people don't see it that way. And I don't know. It's, it's one of those slippery issues where it's just one of those topics. You can't change anyone's mind realistically, no matter what side they're sitting on. But Matt, you're bringing up the idea of uh you know people suffering different symptoms and that was one thing that was brought up in that watch the water thing where it's such a trace amount of this venom that any you know comorbidity or pre-existing condition that you may have whether it's with your joints cardiovascular uh liver kidneys whatever the weaker the organ or whatever part of your body this venom attacks first right so that's why like you know someone dies of uh hepatitis after drinking all this poisonous water well you know he he died of hepatitis or this diabetic you know had problems with the pancreas and that's why they died you know what i mean this this heart disease dude had a heart attack this cancer patient died you know what i mean it's just it's it's the perfect bioweapon and as they say it's the most ancient bioweapon that there ever existed well and it's so funny because i'm i'm watching this show uh for all mankind on i guess it's on apple tv and I'm towards the end of the first season of it. And there's an episode on there and this woman's in the hospital and they pan and it's a, a poster that says yeah. vaccinated with a question mark. And then it says, get your boosters. And it has a rocket ship taking off, oh. you know, and like a NASA type thing. And then they pan away from it and circle around. And then they just show her back with that thing. And ironically, the colors of the poster are blue and yellow. And it's like, this was 2019 going into 2020. Uh, it's, it's like, it's it just, just shows too, how far it's back too easy. Shit goes. 
was, dude. But uh, in all honesty, I recommend this show for a lot of you know people like us because it's it's somewhat comical in the sense that it's a it's a alternate history show they call it where the Soviets make it to the moon first. And, it's called for all mankind. Yeah, and it, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and not only do they land a you know the astronauts first they also land a woman first so not only oh, oh shit oh yet, shit well then then nasa <laughs> well so what nasa does is the whole spin on the, this show is basically you know they got to get a woman not only they have to get all these women in leadership positions and and just push them through and get all these women to do things just because they need the optics of the woman doing it and it's like man it, it's it's wild and it's crazy they have uh teddy kennedy as as a president he becomes president of the united oh states God. and Dude, like so weird. russia like, and america are like based on the moon at the same time it's 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 wild so i recommend Dude. it to people because what they do is they also let out these little bits of truth like they're talking about the rover or one of the the uh machine you know aircraft that they used and they're like yeah it's basically paper thin metal like you could poke a hole in it with a with a needle and this is supposedly what we're landing uh, or using on the moon. So, well, so dude, I like that concept of, uh, you know, the Russians got a woman on first, so they outwoked us, you know. And I think, I think if we if we had a comment, like if <laughs> right now we, everything's going woke, right? You know, and it's happening now in America. They're trying to get you know diversity on these uh, you know boards of companies and in leadership positions. What we need is another Cold War. And it, we have to outwoke each other. Then we'll then people will go along with it, right? It's like no, we need her in in place because she's going to defeat those dirty Soviets, right? We need the, her power to do it, or the black woman's power to do it. It's just that's so funny, dude. The fact that that's part like a concept in the show, and it's subtle, right? Because they're not like saying it's woke. They're just saying it, but it's there, right? When was the show made? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's when all that shit was ramping up. So. Uh, that's that's hilarious dude i will check that out and when it also you talked about alternate history right the soviets landed first it's like that other show man in the high castle where the axis wins world war ii they get the bomb first they bomb dc and the nazis and the japanese split america in half and and, and take over so pretty pretty crazy the time just to see fucked that. in that deal or what Oh, the Italians didn't get shit. Yeah. Yeah, they Um, didn't get anything. It was just Japan and Germany. Italians. Yeah. (laughs) But that's I wanted to watch that the man in the high castle, but I never got around to seeing it. Oh, it's it's great. What it gets into like parallel universes and shit like that. And it it's weird. It's based off a book series, but and of course, every you know book to movie or whatever just gets butchered, but it's okay. You know, it's some of the concepts are interesting, like you know, they're the the nazis basically like gave all the americans an ultimatum like the american military so like the one of the main characters he was a major in the american military then the bomb dropped on dc and he had like 48 hours to to choose whether or not he was gonna just join because they didn't like it's not like the germans were ruling here they just converted everybody here to nazis and they answered to uh berlin so it's it's pretty interesting. Like there's still a lot of American culture, like baseball and hot dogs and things like that, but it's Nazified. It's pretty crazy. 
Well, the Germans love hot dogs. They call them Frank Frank worst, right? Farters. Frank Farters. Yeah, dude. So, you know, they like those phallic foods over there. Um, so yeah, man, there's a, there was something I was going to bring up. I completely lost it, but I mean, I went uh, off the rails there. I had to do with woke. Yeah. Or snake. Yeah. Well, you know, the woke thing is a big distraction in my opinion, because it gets people arguing. It's like all these other hot topics, right? Where like, like we're just talking about abortion, um, the death penalty, all these stereotypical things, you know, there's going to be a time where critical race theory is, if it's not already, it's going to be thrown in there as one of those like stereotypical talking points for any politician. And I just saw in Florida, they just uh, stopped like 430 textbooks for math. Uh, They, they denied them to, to implement them into their curriculum because they're too critical race theory forward. Like, you know, obviously, we've heard the whole thing. Math is becoming racist. It's wild to think like idiocracy is becoming real, dude. Like if this if these policies were in place in school when I was there, I'd be a fucking doctor right now. I wouldn't be having a fucking podcast. I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? I would be a doctor and I would be killing so many people on accident because my math and my science is horrible. And I just couldn't I would I don't have the steady hands for any of that stuff. But, but I would be able to but get you there. Try hard, Ryan. So we're gonna get. We're gonna give you whatever you want. No, you'd probably sh- be a nurse's assistant because you're white. You wouldn't be able to rise to the rank of doctor. So well, that's the thing, Kyle. Be- I I identify as a uh, handicapped black female. So I think that's the whole point. Then you're in. When you're, yeah. <laughs> then then you're good. You know what I mean. And then you're just a a, a fat black. Uh, even though I'm like a you know mid sized white dude, I'm a fat black chick. That's got one leg, and uh, I'm the best doctor in the world. And then and you know, you're boom. retarded, so you're good to go. And I'm retarded, so I mean, I've, <laughs> I'm hitting all bases. And I mean, I'm gonna be like, they're gonna name a, a university after me if, <laughs> if I lived in this time, dude. You know what I mean? It's just it sucks. Requisha Dean University, that's what it'd be. Requisha Dean, yeah, Raekwon, Raekwanda, Raekwanda. There you go, perfect, <laughs> beautiful, right? Yeah, dude. Well, hey, Mikey, I wanted to ask you, um, you, you said you, you hosted a radio show and you just woke up in the last 12 months. Can, it's you been kinda, a slow transition. I, I think you're transitioning. That's even better. I mean, I love that. <laughs> but can you kind of walk yes, through this, this transition of yours? Like, Because, you know, I think Matt and Ryan and I, we've all kind of been into this at least for a few years, if not longer. So I'd love to hear what kind of what 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 was the turning point for you in your journey? Because that's I mean, I'm, I, a lot of people woke up, but not a lot of them are speaking up right now. So I'd love to hear what you what well, your thought process. God, was. There's there's been so many like little wake ups, you know, like realizing that all of our all of television is just a media propaganda machine. And that started with Edward Bernays. And that was back in 2008 when I heard about Bernays in college. And I was like, well, how how can we believe anything that's on television if the television has been designed to program us ever since the beginning? And it, it's never sat well with me. No one would ever research with me. So I was kind of like, I felt alone. And uh, I did discover um, Alex Jones and, and I was like a hardcore fan until about 2016. And then after Trump won, because I voted, and, you know, my wife and I, we went to the polling booth and they, you know, we're, we're in Los Angeles and uh, they set our 
ballots aside and they put it underneath the 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 counting machine. You don't so have I was like electronic machines. You just have to you have to fill out a ballot and run it. Then it runs through a machine. Yeah, yeah. That's and, weird. Uh, you can't do paper the, ballots. The, here. the machine didn't even look like it was hooked up in any, any kind of like Wi-Fi. It looked like old technology from like 20 years ago. And so they put our, our ballots underneath. And then I was like, they didn't count our vote. And then in January, at the end of January, uh, we finally got a notice in the mail saying, your vote's been counted. I was like, it's January. He's already been elected. So mm-hmm. none of this matters. So that, that was like one, one, of a, one of the red pills. And then, um, you know, all 2012, all the way up until now, I've been running a, a radio station for independent artists. And until 2020, when everything went down, I, um, you know, I was just interviewing music artists. I, I was still kind of like, you know, I was listening to, to, you know, political conservative talk and just kind of like half red pill, half blue pill. Oh, so you, and, were, you were identified as conservative before this, right? So you did, you voted for, for Trump and, but yeah. you were more like the Fox news kind of thing. Uh, you know, Glenn Beck, I, uh, I never Rush liked Limbaugh. Fox news. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. I, I, Rush. Yeah. I, I listened to Rush Limbaugh, but uh, as soon R. as R. the P. pandemic happened, I, I almost knew almost immediately three weeks in, into the pandemic is my, my wife lost her job and, and my, I was like, let's move to Texas. And uh, cause I don't want to be locked down if the borders were in fact going to be locked down because there was this Alex Jones was like, Oh, you know, Trump is going to declare martial law. You know, we're, they're going to close the borders. You're not going to be able to get out. So I was like, let's get out. <laughs> cause I don't want to take any chances. And the, the whole California never really returned back to normal. And so I had a feeling that it wasn't going to return to normal. So we came out because my mother-in-law, she lives, you know, near Dallas. And so we ended up moving out here and, uh, Dude, you know, we're, we got to hang out. I've been here for, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been here that. for two years now. That's awesome, dude. Well, welcome to fucking Texas. Glad to have you. Uh, but that's, so it was COVID that really turned you, you were always kind of curious, kind of, kind of little, yeah. you know, Red pill, by curious, you know, kind of just kind of, you know, <laughs> dipping your feet in, maybe watching a little AJ when your wife's not home, you know, busting out the lotion, the red pill lotion. And then uh, <laughs> and then uh, once COVID hit, you went full, you can completely uh, came out of the closet. That's awesome, man. That's that's really great. And now you're uh, actively trying to spread the truth to people through your through your platform. Yeah. Yeah, I Dude. got really into like the whole flat earth conspiracy and mud floods and oh all, god, all this. Yeah, Matt, Matt, <laughs> don't do it to him. Don't do it to him. <laughs> because I, I I met a guy who worked for JPL, the Jet Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and we were I was doing Uber at the time, and I was taking him to the airport, and it was December seventeenth or December nineteenth, twenty seventeen, and we saw the Falcon nine go up and hit across the firmament. And I said, Oh, is that aliens? Cause it just lit up the sky. It'd be huge. You, you can see it for hundreds of miles. And uh, he's like, Oh no, that's, that's the Falcon nine. He just scraped it along the, the firmament. He's like, we're not supposed to get that close because otherwise that's what it looks like. It looks like we're just, you know, if you ever been on a lake and you've been wakeboarding um, there's like a giant wall of water that just 
you know, rushes out from behind the boat. Well, that's what exactly what the, the ship did. So when it, uh, the rockets, the rocket boosters uh, went off, one, uh, two of them were going straight up and the other one was just riding across and um, you could, you could see it. And it's like this crystalline uh, thing. It, it's, it's really weird. And uh, you've never seen that until Elon Musk started shooting rockets up. Do you think he wasn't read in like, hey, man, don't go up that high because I know what you're talking about. It's that big. It, it lights up the night sky. People in L.A. always or California are always like, oh, my God, what is this? And everyone's like, oh, it's it's the SpaceX launch. But we've never right. seen a rocket launch do that, at least publicly, until Elon started shooting his dick into space. <laughs> Right, because they, they normally when they a rocket shoots off, it always parabolic flights and then you it goes off into the into the distance and you can't see it anymore. And that's when they start making shit up and you know, I mean NASA's been caught lying all throughout, you know, history. You know, I never really believed the the moon landing. I mean, you know, Hollywood's always made jokes about it because they don't believe it either. But they put it out there. And for us to like find out and, and, you know, dig for the truth. But most of us just want to continue believing in space and science fiction. And I used to be one of those people. I mean, I love Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica and anything that involves space. I was just in on it and wanted to believe all of it. I love NASA and followed, you know, I went to the, the NASA Space Center up in San Francisco and, and just I was just a big fan. And then I started to like notice mistakes. And then, um, you know, when I was working um, uh, as a school teacher in eighth grade, we showed a video, it was a Vsauce video, and it showed the sun and all the planets just circling and going, you know, jettisoning through space at 1.3 million miles an hour. And I was like, there's no empirical way we can prove this is actually happening. You know, they, they say we have a satellite that's been going out there, the Voyager that we shot out in space since 1972. And it's like, you know, there's no way I mean, we, we can't even have we, we, we can't even build a freaking dishwasher that lasts for, you know, 20, 20 years. And mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe the, these we, things that are in deep space below freezing is still out there sending back sick, you know, pictures to us. And it, it, it's just false. Well, that's two things that th- there's two things that make me laugh about that show. One is that they just make it seem so easy that they just go back and forth between Earth and the moon. And then the other is the idea of just NASA in general lying. Right. And that's yeah. what we've been fed is just constant deceptions from them. It's it's one lie after another you know, starting with with bringing in Werner von Braun, you know, through Operation Paperclip and then getting started that way and the whole all the occultism involved with it. And it just, you know, it goes back to what Bob's lesson says, you know, space is fake and gay. And, and that's what it's basically come to in my eyes at this point that like, how can you believe any of this stuff? It's they're telling you it's billions of miles away, but they can they can basically pinpoint where it is and what it's doing and all this stuff but we can't even manage our own planet and understand what's underneath the ocean i mean we we don't understand the majority of our planet it has been unexplored and we're gonna worry about we've gone is the deepest we've gone is 7.78 miles 
Yeah. And that's through the, the crust and in the ocean. Well, and that's what's hilarious. Remember the, the model Earth that they fed us when we were a kid? You know, it was like it looked like a baseball with different layers. And, you know, the core was that lava. It was the magma. And how do you know? You haven't been more than seven miles deep. How can you tell me what's down there? You also, know, now looking it, back, it just makes no sense whatsoever. If if the core was really that hot, then why why would these you know why would we put these giant computers in, underground to c- make them cool? cool? It's cooler under there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's fucking cool. No, no, it doesn't. It makes it makes one hundred percent sense, dude. I don't. I mean, where's your logic? Figure it out, bud. Well, well that's why good- this. With uh, like you did with Bob, uh, Kyle, you had moral Bob on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, that goes that goes hard. <laughs> oh, it was br- I I love Bob, and every like once a month we do I do a show with him and uh and and Odd Man and New York Patriot called Meeting of the Minds, and it's so much oh, fun because okay. Bob is just Oddman such a great too. mind. And, great. Yeah, but he was talking about um oh shit, what was he talking about with the moon? The other day we were talking about it and you know where he goes and and he he even went as far as saying yeah well what if this is just like a giant game of like monopoly or risk to them where they're just sitting you know out on the edge of antarctica and they're just putting out different scenarios on us and watching it play out on us and we're just the, the little pawns in the game and like Damn. we're just trying to figure it out yeah i i just I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about space. The moon, the moon is crazy because, you know, how is it? It's light cold. It's warmer to be in, in the shade than it is to be in direct moonlight. Like that just doesn't, that throws me for a major loop. They say that the light on the moon from the moon is a reflection from the light of the sun. But what about like the, especially the last week, the sun and the moon have been out at the same time. You know what I mean? On opposite and you can sides, almost, right? Yeah, they're like right here, and you can barely see the moon. Like you can, I mean, well, and there's a chemtrail going right across both of them. So <laughs> <laughs> take that for what you will. But, but exactly, it just once you and when you're taught this this crap in school, you're like, oh, okay, blah 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 blah. We don't. That's what it, it is. But you never actually take the time to rationalize it. Uh, and then once once you're fir- initially like confronted with the possibility that you might have been lied to it's you gotta have some sort of mental fortitude to get past that because most people just shut down uh but if you can rationalize both sides of the argument you can rationalize the textbook argument that you were taught your whole life and this new argument that you've come across and then determine for yourself what what you believe i mean that's real science is taking a hypothesis uh analyzing it testing it I mean, we can't obviously none of us can afford to shoot rockets up into into the atmosphere to look at the curvature of the earth. But, right. uh, you know, only certain people can. So the information is uh, comes through a, a siphon of what uh, of those who have the means to do it. So but just being able to look at what's out there and rationalize your stance on something, whatever it is, is very important. And it's not easy to do. And I, I still struggle with it as well. I'm sure like the snake venom thing, I have not, you know, completely analyzed all of it to rationalize my opinion one way or another. Same with flat earth and hollow earth or globe earth. I There's evidence for all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they get you when you're young, dude. That's why, uh, you know, 
Yep. And and it seems like they're trying to remove parents more and more out of kids' lives, which is weird. It's you know both sick and it's obviously really sad. But you know when you're when you're young, you're told to listen to the teacher, right? So anything that that teacher's saying is right, and they're all teaching the same curriculum. Unless so, you're my um, kid, and I just tell them qu- question everything that she says. Everything that she says, I have a question for her. <laughs> Be well, sure to fuck with your teacher today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and every once in a while, you'll get a parent like that, right? But most most parents, like realistically, dude, most parents uh, are pretty irresponsible, right? And and it's good that you actually do that, Matt. That you say like, "Hey, dude, just because it's an adult doesn't mean that what they're doing, what they're saying, is is true, right?" I actually was just. It's funny you say that because I I actually kind of think since we supposedly have a population problem, which I really don't believe, why wouldn't the elites, if that was truly the problem, why wouldn't they put like a license on having a kid? Like you have to get a license to drive a freaking car, which isn't really cool anyway, but like, why can't anyone have a kid? You know what I mean? There's some horrible people out there that have kids just because they can milk the system. Well, and and you'll have some Ryan, because they need, they need them for the stock market. Well, they need them for the market in the future. You're saying, yeah, well, no, they need them for the stock market. They trade on our social security numbers. You know, we yeah. each human has an as a designated value, so they're not gonna they're not gonna just cut that off. You yeah, know, but at the same time, it, it, like w- where we're going though, if we are going in a depopulation agenda, that will be something down the road that is addressed, much like they did in China, right? With the one one child, one child. policy. Yeah. Well, they're having a big problem right now, dude. I I just recorded my episode on BlackRock today, and I was finding some really, really interesting stuff. Did it work? Um, What? Did it work this time? Yeah. How'd you know it didn't work? Yeah, you (laughs) said it didn't work last time. It didn't record. Oh. Yeah, dude. Did I say that to you? No, you said it on the on your last podcast with Ron. You were talking about it. How? Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. See, I forget what I. I forget what I say all the time. I'm like, damn, dude, you must. Be I psychic. thought that was some shady shit that you were talking about BlackRock and it didn't record the episode. Like, why? Yeah, and it was weird because I I clicked record and it, you know how Zoom does recording started or whatever, you know, and it did yeah. that. And I kept looking up every because I look up when I'm recording, especially when you're talking for 45 minutes. And you want to make sure that it's still going. You know what I mean? So I look up. It's a habit of mine. I just look up there every five minutes. Like if I have another window open and I'm reading shit. I'll, you know, click that open, make sure it's going. And then when I click stop record, you know, recording stopped, I heard and no download on this thing. So it was weird, dude. But, you know, China, they they paint China as the model country, right? Like that's the status quo. And um, it's kind of funny, like, you know, when you look at Tron, like the, you know, the movie Tron, the game Tron, whatever the guy that creates the system, he tells clue, which is like a clone of himself, right? It's like this AI thing. He says, create the perfect system. And clue creates a, a tyrannical, like horrible dystopian future. You know what I mean? But it's the most efficient, perfect system for him, for the elite, for the people trying to make shit happen. Communism, technocracy, corporatism. That's perfect for these people because they get the power into, you know, fewer and fewer hands and then you know they can control all this stuff and they did say um by 2035 that human beings are actually going to be on the balance sheet of companies so that's a really interesting Interesting. thing 
that you bring up with the social security, this is a older conspiracy, right? I mean, this is something that people have been talking about for a long time, but I mean, it's, it's in black and white. Now I forget the agency that was talking about it. I can actually just find it right now, but yeah, by 2035, dude, we're going to be created. Like we're going to basically be the same as like a bond or a stock. Um, let's see here. Yeah. 2000, the, the global education futures is what it is. We are um, livestock. Well, dude, and you have that whole thing too with fucking uh, Microsoft filing that patent with uh, the World Intellectual Property Organization um, that you know they can put RFID chips in us and mine cryptocurrency through our brainwaves. You know what I mean? That's a that's a legitimate patent that Microsoft has. So that makes sense, dude. When there's no jobs left and people are so downtrodden. And Aladdin and BlackRock have completely fucked our lives up. Like they're already doing. They're 70% of the way there. But when they complete that task um, and you can't buy a home, you can't buy food or water, you need to freaking work. They'll say, hey, let us put this chip in you. You can do the exact same thing that you're doing right now. And you'll get 5% of whatever cryptocurrency we mine off of your thought process and your (laughs) brainwaves. And now you have a job and you're one of our assets now. You know what I mean? It's insane to look into, dude. It was one of the weirder things that I started seeing when I was looking into this BlackRock shit. It's so dystopian. It's horrible. It's horrible, dude. And think of it as, you know, growing up as kids, you never thought in your wildest dreams you'd be here. And, and, you know, I'm talking a matter of 15 years. You know, things have just changed so drastically that we've gone in that, that, you know, demolition man, nineteen eighty. I thought I was going to be an astronaut and go to the moon. You know what I mean? That was my <laughs> thought. Dude, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker. I wanted to fight. I wanted to go fight people in Same. space. <laughs> if it even involved space, I dream. I had a dream of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was be it, right? I mean, that was the thing. And, yeah. and you look at it now. Look at the programming now. It's all space and dinosaurs. You can't watch like a kid's cartoon without a, a boy's bedroom where there isn't a globe in there or a rocket ship or. Yeah. And I remember when I was in like, uh, like pre-K, like, you know, daycare kind of situation, even the retarded kid wanted to be an astronaut. You know what I mean? This all he could say was, I want to be an astronaut. I want it. So, I mean, I'm not dogging on the kid, but I'm just saying like it on, it worked on everybody. Everybody wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Everybody wanted to be fucking Captain Kirk and, and you know, all these people. And it's because it's, it's so think about it, like on a, on like a human consciousness level, we are explorers, our civilization, our, our species are explorers for thousands and thousands of years. You find a new part of town. You've never been to, you want to go check it out. You see a fucking cave. You want to go crawl into it and see what's in there. Uh, it's just in our DNA to move out and explore. And what is space? The final frontier. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, it's our. If there's, if it's what they say it is, it's our time to actually, you know, be the new Christopher Columbus sans, you know, the murder and rape, or be the new Leif Erikson sans the murder and rape, but. You know, we're probably going to murder and rape in space, too, if we get up there. But I'm just saying it's in our DNA to want to explore and, uh, you know, discover. But, I mean, when's it going to happen? When's it going to? We should have fucking been on 10 planets by now. You know what I mean? If there's something to murder and rape in space, it'll be done by humans, (laughs) for sure. You know what I mean? 
but yeah, dude, there you was even hold, uh, we'll fill it. the programming with uh with Toy Story, even dude. You know, you have like this old fashioned cowboy dude, Woody, and he's got like the chick, and he's got like all the all the toys worship this dude. And then Buzz Law comes in as like the New World Order, right? And he's the fucking space guy, Dude, and it's all fake. Ruined Toy Story for me. Oh my god, I love that was one of my favorite movies. But I mean, it's favorite. all fake. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, he, his thoughts of what obviously, he is, you know, he he's a, talking. It's well, obviously fake. Well, I know, but I'm saying like even like in their reality, right? He thinks yeah. he's a fucking astronaut, and so that's what we are to these to these elites too, like. You know, Andy is like the fucking government, and you know they actually know what's going on. And all these toys, Andy's mom is the shit. is the deep state, and the- his <laughs> mom is George Soros. Dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that, good point. You're right. You're right. It's a fun huh? little analogy. Yeah, well, that's an interesting never one. Her, never talks. There's there's another one ruined. Now, I, I always wondered what attracts us to certain TV shows. Because, you know, I, I used to love TV and movies before, you know, the last like five, maybe 10 years. Um, and one of the things about it is there's certain shows that I can just watch over and over. I've seen it like Sopranos. I've seen every episode of The Sopranos probably 50 times and it could be on right now and I will sit there and watch it again. And there's certain shows that are like that. They get me like that. And I cannot figure out for the life of me why they are because it's so random and do you guys have any shows like that that you know no matter what if it's on or a movie i'm gonna sit down and watch it sopranos is a great show so i don't blame you <laughs> yeah there but are I, I, I like there. yeah go ahead i mean i i I, 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 I still love seinfeld and it's always sunny in philadelphia um that's a good one yeah yeah, those are my two go-to's. Can't argue. Oh, there. Cobra Kai. <laughs> those short, like, uh, comedy—not really sitcoms. I mean, I guess Seinfeld's a sitcom, but and I don't know what you'd call Sunny. It's kind of a sitcom too, right? I mean, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, um, those things where you can just kind of throw on in the background. There's something about that. You know what I, I mean? I do the same the thing. Office. More oh, yeah. times than I can count. Just I put I used to put it on to go to sleep, and um, I never I've actually never watched the end the last season of The Office because I it, to me I don't want it to end. You know, I just anytime Mike every time Michael leaves, I go back and restart. Um, I'm rewatching <laughs> Breaking Bad right now with my fiance because I want to watch Better Call Saul, but I want her to know what's going on, so we're watching that. Um, but what I've been doing lately, and I recommend this to you guys, there are a bunch of podcast feeds out there of old Art Bell Coast to Coast and Dreamland episodes. And I was too young to listen to them. So I feel like I'm reliving a time when I was, you know, a, a little kid, uh, you know, 1996, uh, 2001, 98, all, I mean, just going back and listening to all these old Art Bell shows. And like the open lines and all the guests. I mean, I listened to one he did with uh, 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 Lear, John Lear and fucking Bob Lazar. He had both of those guys on for like four hours. And this was in like 96 or something like that. And I, it's, I put it on to go to sleep or when I don't have any other podcasts to listen to. It is fantastic, dude. That guy, say what you will about him, but he knew how to run a fucking show. Dude, and he and he so can put soothing. you to sleep. He can oh, put you God. to sleep. I used to I fall. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to age myself here out of this group of, of young bucks. 
but I used to listen to that shit on the radio in high school uh, to go to bed. You know, I'd put, I put, I'd throw Art Bell on late night on, you know, whatever it was. I think it was an AM station too. I got it's it AM, on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, on- yeah, yeah, I would throw it on there and coast to coast would be on for a couple hours. And man, it, some of it was so wild. You're just like, okay. And it's like kind of a TV show. Some of them you go into it, you're yeah. like, okay, this could be real. And it, it, some of them you're just like, okay, this is total bullshit. But I mean, people I'm with facts and questions, uh, that's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> uh, here's my open, if you can't get it on the, on the phone calls, uh, you know, east of the Rockies, west of the Rockies, here's my fax number. And people would just type out or write out a fax, a message, and then fax it to them. And that's just, it's, it's crazy, dude. It's so funny. But it, it's, uh, the stuff they were talking about over 20 years ago on that show, we're still talking about today. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I still love uh, listening to George Nori Nori on yes. coast to coast and talking Did about you like Bigfoot George more and, than art. Um, I, you know, I never really heard art. I think I, he transitioned and George kind of took over. Yeah. Art. I like 2015, 2016 is when art, finally kicked oh he died in 2018 but he gave up the show after a uh, while they and they I did transition like they would do like every other night or something i don't know but george george is cool i don't have a yeah. problem with george I, I loved it when they talked about cia stuff and oh, yeah. the the shadow people was it was always a topic that i never really believed in but it was entertaining to listen to you know uh even book bigfoot i i i have my reservations about bigfoot i mean there are people who swear that they witnessed it and that like i'm going to be interviewing a guy sean hibbler and he went out to uh this guy's um property up in near austin and uh he he's like don't go all the way out there but you know out to the edge of the he's he lives by this like wooded area and so he got really close to the fence line and he heard a voice inside his head and it said, don't come any closer. Mm. <laughs> and then he started to walk closer and then he said it again. The the Bigfoot. Is that Hibbler from uh, the Flat Earth podcast or the Flat Earth documentaries? That Hibbler? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a new film that's coming out. It's called The Next Level. Oh, it's Bigfoot a sequel to The Level. Yeah. And that was a yeah. good one. Level was good. Yeah. The yeah. Bigfoot are Nephilim, love- man. They're definitely some of that old world fallen angel giant shit. Dude, I love what Bigfoot represents. I'm just not all in on it either. You know what I mean? Like I love what it represents. So like I'll, I'll throw a Bigfoot stickers. Like I just bought a Bigfoot sticker. They had a dollar general <laughs> just randomly. And I'm, I mean, like I'm, I don't believe in it really, but um, I just love what it represents. Like I, I feel like it's like the most like personified version of like what conspiracies are. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got, right. growing up, I loved the movie Harry and the Hendersons. That was yeah, one of I do. my oh, yeah. favorite movies. It's hilarious, you know. Imagine having Bigfoot as in your house. It's a fucking, it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah, and it also kind of watching on the weekends. You go squatching. It helped to to kind of you know like faking the whole thing up. You know what I mean? Like it helped make it so that like yeah, dude, this is bullshit. It's on, on TV show. You know what I mean? That's um, what they do hide it in movies, right? They I do mean, it a they're, lot. They're gonna, yeah. they want to make it sound fake, or well, we'll just throw it in a movie. Then it can't be real. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you see that with a lot of things, man, that end up coming true, you know, and it's just that that the most recent uh, season of American Horror Story, I've talked about it a lot, dude. They talk about all that stuff, it. dude. I could not watch it. Once I saw the 14-year-old girl finger banging herself, I had to turn it off. No, that's not it. Yeah, it was American Horror Stories. It was like each episode was its own. No, little... no, 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 no. American Horror Story, the show, not stories. I didn't watch that show. That, oh, I thought I that didn't was realize. Season. Okay. Okay. No, there's one where it's a two-part series. Like you got like uh, five episodes or three episodes or something that talks about adrenochrome straight up, as, and like that's all that it is. Oh, what? Then you get into the second part of it, and it's all about like aliens. They reference the fake moon landing. Steve Jobs is alive on this moon base, and all this crazy shit. You know what I mean? It's just a weird. And this is American Horror Story, the newest season. Yeah. So yeah. was American Horror Stories a spinoff? Yeah. Okay, so I I fucked hmm. up then. Okay, well I uh, don't watch that because the first episode's about a, like euphoria. A, yeah, a little girl finger banging herself and she's gay. Don't don't watch it. Yeah, uh, very uncomfortable for a man to watch by himself. Yeah. Uh, so what? I, would, yeah. I, so I need to watch the one you're talking about, American. Yeah, dude, it's re- it's really cool, man. I won't even say anything if you're gonna watch it, just because it's a good. I mean, anyone that hasn't heard me talk about it, dude, it's. I don't like American Horror Story. I like the first season, and then I also like the witch one because the the title sequence is dope. I mean, that'll just make you want to go back and watch it anyway. But I mean, oh, dude, dude the, the what's her face is uh, Stevie Nicks is in it. Yeah, yeah, Stevie Nicks is great. Yeah. She is a witch. She does some dude. I don't know if you've ever seen some of her performances, like at concerts. She's a genuine witch. Oh yeah, a white witch. Oh without yeah, they, a doubt, they, they, it in her songs. Yeah. Well, and it, dude, it's nuts when you see her doing her performances. Watch. Uh, uh, I think it's 17 is the song and, and check out a live performance. I think it's the, the number one. Like if you just type in Stevie Nick 17 on YouTube, um, she, the way she's moving around, it looks like she's doing some voodoo shit and she's wearing a white flowy dress. And um, she's kind of doing like this bouncing around shit. It's just very weird. And it's just kind of like, it gives you that idea, like how like the Mexican witches do like where they're just moving really weird and like trying to conjure up some shit. But I mean, yeah, dude, her and Tom Petty, they were, you know, they had some kind of relationship going on. Tom Petty's one of the goats, dude. And um, man, I don't know. What's that? I said R.I.P. Fuck. Yeah. Fentanyl got to him, dude. Was it fentanyl? Yeah, he was one of the after Michael Jackson. uh, When all the, you know, it was like 2017, 2018, when all these celebrities started dropping from uh, overdoses, it was because they all switched. They all started getting fentanyl instead of their traditional heroin and started dying dude he was one of the first big ones to actually yeah. overdose on fentanyl and and i um my my cousin is a is an addict and he was telling me after i saw him i mean he was on death's door for months he's back in the hospital again he's doing well but and he's clean but he told me that he's like dude it's an, almost impossible to actually get just like some good black tar heroin nowadays everything is fentanyl and it's not fun. It's just. It's I remember you mentioned like that on the, the new opiate boards. Yeah, the new opiate. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Uh, it, and it goes to the highest levels, dude. Even the like Tom Petty's of the world love them some fucking heroin, and then they get a bad batch one day that's laced with fentanyl. They're fucking dead. Dude, I just saw that actually in Arizona here. Some uh, a lot of our medical grade marijuana that's sold at dispensaries is being uh, treated with pesticides. 
and the the state government missed it you know what i mean so a lot of people that are buying shit from these dispensaries are smoking chemicals dude well, isn't, that, isn't that supposed to be tested? Like that's why it's corporatized because it's regulated. It's supposed to be, right. but you know what, dude? And that's well, my yeah. thing. Dude. I don't, I don't smoke weed anymore, and like I don't buy shit from the dispensary. But all that it takes, dude, is for them to like crystallize fentanyl and like fucking spray it on some weed. You know what I mean? And that there's been busts that actually here in Marana, which is like a little subset of Tucson where I live. Where, I mean, there's enough fentanyl being trafficked in from Mexico to kill the entire state and then probably some of New Mexico and Texas, too, dude. It's like insane amounts because it's just such a potent drug. And I mean, they're busting 100 pounds, 200 pounds. It's fucking nuts. And it's like, dude, you don't need that much of that. You know what I mean? Like a pound could kill like a freaking town, from what I understand. So out of the water. There you go. Problem solved. Kill the snake. Venom, yeah. And all the don't, don't give him any ideas. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? what? The fuck. Mike, sure you know, they're going to they're going to each of our fucking uh, assigned uh, NSA and CIA officers is going to hear this and they're going to go, shit, they're on to something. And then they're going to do it and they're going to blame us for it. You know, that's how it goes. Yeah. They're going to be like that chick in the tank top had a great idea. Dyke in the tank top. Thanks, dude. <laughs> My, yeah, dude. My Don't give ideas. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Well, what I mean, what else did y'all want to get into? I mean, uh, the snake. I don't know, man. It's uh, there's so much shit going on. And sometimes it's fun to just talk about some of the silly stuff, you know, like movies and whatever. I don't well, know. There was one thing I saw, Kyle, and, and I don't know if you guys saw this at all, but um, it's not silly. It's actually really sad that that <sighs> unless it's uh, some sort of sacrifice that Cristiano Ronaldo's son died. Did you see that? Who? Who's no? He's like the biggest soccer player in the world. Besides, oh Messi. yes, I did hear about that today. Yeah, dude, and his son, I guess, died of SIDS, which is very weird. Um, usually this kind of stuff doesn't happen with these rich ass people. You know who he is, Matt? Yes. Well, yeah, and you know what? You know what right? SIDS is associated yeah. with? SIDS is all vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if they got him vaccinated, but um, I'm sure he got the vaccine because, you know, he's a foreigner, uh, you know, athlete. You know, they usually made all these people do it. Um, But yeah, dude, I I just saw that pop up on Instagram. And uh, yeah, super sad. You know what I mean? Uh, Anytime. I guess he's a twin, uh, twin baby, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um, So right away, there's the the theory. Don't tell that to Colorado Dank. Why is he on twins? Oh, he'll break that that down into rituals in in no time. Gemini, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. get on all this stuff. Oh, yeah, so well, that's these guys, thing. dude. <laughs> they go hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everyone has their little well, quirks, but well, yeah, dude. It, that was just a weird kind of thing that stood out to me as something that could be set up. Because well, know. let's talk about the the whole athlete thing, right? Because you, you made a good point that he's a foreigner, right? He's a European, uh, and we see a lot of soccer players dropping for the last six months on the field right in the middle of a game um but think european soccer players unless you're at the top and you got a lot of sponsorship deals you're really not making that much money right there's not a huge investment into you from the team or the owner right a couple mil few mil nothing big right so if you drop you're replaceable but um i i heard this on no agenda and i think it's a a great point john pointed out that like for example the nba you sign that NBA contract for $40 million a year. You break your legs. You can't play. You still get paid, right? So these owners, I don't think would allow their players to take anything 
experimental like that. So n- notice how no NBA players have necessarily dropped. Not even a whole lot of NFL players have really been injured uh, when it comes to, but they're supposedly all vaccinated because if you're not vaccinated, you can't play like Kyrie Irving. Uh, but I think it's just, you got to say you are, take the saline shot, whatever it is, because I think there's too much money invested uh, into these players. They're basically assets for the team. Um, would you, if you had something worth, uh, you know, a hundred million dollars in, let's say it's a car or something or a house and you, would you throw a fucking shitty contractor in there to fix it up for you? No. Yeah. You're going to, you you're going to put just, questionable fuel in that, in, in that, you know, half a million dollar car. No, well, if they die and they don't have to pay out those contracts, maybe, you know what I mean? But, Who knows? but with certain players in certain sports, like the NBA, the con you it's fucking die. You still money. get paid. Yeah, yeah. NFL's different. You break your fucking toe. You can be pulled out. But with the NBA in particular, and some NFL players, if they got a good contract, but uh, NBA in particular, you get fucking paid no matter what. It's guaranteed whether you is play or a, not. Is that a whitewash thing? Like every single or not whitewash broad brush thing where every single one's like that? Because I can't. Yeah, they're imagine. all it's un, it's based on the union. The union negotiates it. So so when it fucking comes unions. to baseball um, and basketball, uh, contracts are guaranteed. The NFL, nothing is guaranteed except there is a portion of your quote unquote signing bonus that's guaranteed. Um, Mm -hmm. And then every, at any point in the contract, they can cut you and you're done. You don't get any more of the money except the guaranteed money that you, you are owed. But with Um, what about the Sean Watson? He he just got, he just got one of the highest guaranteed contracts ever. That's insane. He might not even play, right? He's not going to play. Not that good. Well, no, he's, yeah, he's got, really not. It's from all the cases, you know, he's got all these lawsuits and shit against him. Like he may not, you know, the NFL may say, oh, well, you know, we can't have this bad pub. He's He's got to sit, you know, kind of like what MLB did with Trevor Bauer and making him sit for, you know, supposedly beating up a girl that wanted him to punch her in the face while he was banging her. I don't, you know, it's just. Hey, but that's, that, that's what happens with these contracts, Ryan. You know, you get some of these NFL and now they're starting to get ridiculous there too to the point where they're guaranteeing this astronomical money and it's all going to crash eventually it has to There's and wasn't no- it like cleveland or something that he got signed to yeah yep dude and he's not that good i mean he used he played for the texans he yeah but you look at, the, look at the other guy i mean who was it that just mm-hmm. signed for 30 million a year uh what team with, uh with washington um cousins oh, the football team yeah. washington football team Kirk have cousins. they still not come up with a new name have they still nope. not gotten a new name wft <laughs> or no the they did they're the commanders now yeah they just that's, announced oh, the they commanders. are yeah oh my god that's so ridiculous isn't yeah. that one of joe biden's dog's names it was <laughs> the one that that was the one that attacked all the people yeah, the, the one that oh the Secret Service couldn't handle, which is insane. I mean, like, yeah. come on, dude. Well, they Maybe did it in trying. baseball too. They they made the they Indians hire Caesar. They're now the, the Guardians. They should be the Hunters, like Hunter. Yeah, I mean, Hunters. <laughs> yeah. The do you think there's that? You're you're more into sports than than I am. Certainly. Do you think there's some? Well, I want to ask you two questions. Do you think there's money laundering in the sports business? On the like in the on the executive and administrative level, and two, do you think that 
with all the COVID stuff, you know, players being put on the COVID list, like all the, this was my first year playing fantasy and I got fucked because it was just always a COVID injury or whatever. Do you think that was also a betting thing? Like they would pull certain players out to make the bets. That's another one of John T. Dvorak's theories is that the sports betting was controlling who got the tests, who tested positive. If you think about it, you got a hundred mil riding on a game. You're going to pull some players out if you need to. Well, you're not going to have a hundred mil riding on the game, but, um, they, well, you know, cause the what they do is like, uh, they, they watch, yeah. you know, they're going to watch the, the bets. Right. And, and the whole thing is so that the house wins. That's the whole way it's set up. The odds are set up so that the house wins, but I do think there's something to it. And, and I, I watch, um, what is it? Uh, stay cashing with Tommy G a couple times a week. He does a, a gambling podcast and, uh, and they were talking about it all season with the NBA that, you know, they usually give bets at like two o'clock in the afternoon and they weren't giving a lot of bets because you didn't know if the guys were going to be playing that night. And so they'd give you a couple ideas and say, okay, here's what we're thinking. If these guys are playing, because especially in a sport like basketball, where there's only five guys on the court at a time, one player can cause a tremendous change in the dynamic. So from a betting mm-hmm. perspective, yeah. And with especially now with all the prop bets that are out there, it really messes with the betting game. Um, And I think some of it was intentional. You know, some of it was these guys would have to take a night off or, you know, an NFL guy would get you come down with a virus and have to miss two games. And I think they did manipulate it that way. I mean, you have to understand sports for the most part is fixed. Um in in a lot of ways i mean i'm not not taking away from the athletes or any of that but the 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 idea of professional sports it's not what we think it is i mean what are the odds of tampa bay winning three championships all in the same year yeah one city winning three titles in the same year and 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 if you listen to a guy like zach hubbard who i know some people are like ah he's an asshole but you get into his Gematria stuff and, you know, he ties it right to sports and you start looking at some of the scores of these games and some of the records as they win. And, and, and of course he points it out after the fact, but he also gambles and he puts his money where his mouth is. And uh, you know, he uses Gematria to gamble and he is yeah pretty darn successful. Dude, that's, that's a good move. If you can, <laughs> If you're that good at Gematria, you can make your bets on it, dude. That's hey, if someone's caught, you know, there's some people out there who just spit out numbers and all equals 33 or whatever. But if you're actually putting money on that shit and you're doing well, give some credence to the whole Gematria thing. Because, I mean, we are in a realm of numbers when it boils down to it and it's repeating patterns. So, what you know, what yeah. is that? That fractal is just numbers or, or waves or frequencies that are just repeating over and over. So, you know, I mean, look at the Super that. Bowl. What's that? I mean, look at the Super Bowl. I mean, it had been 33 years since the Cincinnati Bengals were in the Super Bowl. It was the year of the Tiger. Everybody thought and put money on the Bengals to win. And, you know, like you were saying about betting, I mean, they, they could have controlled it just to, you know, fuck with the system. Well, who's to say <laughs> like they didn't it. control it to fuck with the system, Mikey? Because who won? The Rams, right? And look and at the Aries. colors. And, the, and they, were, they had that blue and yellow that we've seen yep. ever since the Super Bowl. 
you know, and a, I almost feel like that was an operation in itself, right? Is you, it was a win, you know, either way you could, you could say it was a, it was a psyop, right? Because if the, if the Bengals win in the year of the tiger, 33 years after making it, well, there's your story in itself. But then you go the other way and you say, well, no, everybody thought they were going to win, but they flipped the script. And now they had this new agenda they had to push and they were going to do it through a color scheme. And they were going to get you to start going into well, the, the blue and yellow mindset, right? That divisive war and yellow separates. Berries. Yeah. Yep. Exactly, dude. And what happened right after the fucking Super Bowl? Two weeks later, boom, war. Yeah, you, you know? let the Olympics finish and the war started. Yeah. Yeah, they call him Putler. It's like Putin and Hitler mixed. Oh, my Putler. God. I, I am so sick of the propaganda. I... I can't even I haven't looked at I, I'm on a news fast and I haven't gone to any of the news pages in 10 days now. And it's a beautiful thing because I was the just only going news you can trust. Is- I, tre- I treat the newspaper or, you know, any news website kind of like the comics and just laugh yeah. at the stories because you're like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, oh, that's not true. Like they had a story about uh, uh, I, I saw it on Instagram a 10-year-old Ukrainian girl had her cell phone stolen by Soviet soldiers, but the Ukrainian army covered the phone and gave it back to her. And it's like her with this uh, gleeful look on her face that she got her phone back from her heroes. I'm like, holy fucking propaganda. I mean, and then they carved a swastika into her stomach <laughs> because that's what they really would do. You know, they're, they're, dude, they're, they're freaking, you know, and it's so tired to say it, but those, those motherfuckers are Nazis over there, dude. Like with yeah. little exception, it's very weird. Yeah. But the Nazis yeah, are man, asking it's... us for help, right? Asking us well, and... to defend Maripol. And then they're out there. They, they, they're not even hiding it. The Azov Battalion is, is out there like front and center. Like, well, dude, Matt, you're a pretty good student of history. When has it ever worked out when the United States military or the government or whatever you want to call it arms a certain side of a conflict that we're not directly involved in? What ends up happening years later? Oh, yeah. It turns on us. Yeah. Yeah. That's where ISIS comes from. That's where Al Qaeda comes from. I mean, take your pick on all these, you know. And look at all the conflicts. We didn't win any of them. You know, like, I mean, <sighs> I would say we won. I mean, we did win Vietnam. We just didn't get the the goal. I mean, if you look at all the metrics, what was it? Two million people in Vietnam killed on the enemy yeah, side but, and 50,000. Yeah, but why did we, we lost yeah. all those people for what? Yeah, to nothing. Stop, I mean, there's no winners an in a imaginary war like threat. Like, that's my thing. When you win a war, it's there was a real purpose. The people get something out of it. And in all of these conflicts we've been in since world war two, I mean, you can include world war two because that was bullshit too, but all of these wars are, are just, I don't know. I can't, I can't, none of them have been won. We've lost every single war, Korea, of course, Vietnam, you know, you even go into like little things like Panama and things like, I mean, it's just stupid little conflicts that we didn't, come out of well libya right i mean dude even if you if you uh if you're gonna look at it like that then yeah you're you're absolutely right you know what i mean like there's no reason that we gulf of tonkin never even happened right i mean we know that at this point so yeah the whole idea of any of these wars is all bullshit but um it is just kind of interesting i think when people say that we lost vietnam because 
I mean, there was no, like you say, there's no winning. But I mean, if you're talking numbers, the United States. Oh, and pure death. Yeah. I mean, we just went over there and and firebombed the the country for months or for years. I mean, yeah. yeah, It's horrible. Of course, you're going to rack up a good body count, but from a strategic standpoint and 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 net yeah, what was of what 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 happened when the war started and where were we when the war ended i mean well, in i think the strategically it was a failure but on a strategy level if your strategy is to make money for the military industrial complex we were very successful mm-hmm. well I mean, and it was also to divide the we- country too you know, that was another right, part right. of the a big part of Vietnam that a lot of people, you know, you don't talk about because when you're focusing on the war, but it was a big divisive tool t- to be used back home. Dude, that, that so, war broke a generation. It yep. broke the boomers, dude. The boomers yeah. were kind of useless after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my my grandfather fought in the war. And I barely know the guy because he's just so loony. You know what I mean? Like he just like barely hanging on. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But well, well, speaking of false flags, you, you you know mentioned the Gulf of Tonkin. Have you guys heard? This is more of a relevant topic. Have you heard about the incoming bombing uh, on in New York that's supposed to happen tomorrow? No, no. Have you not seen this? this is that the viral... one that I posted in Instagram, Kyle? Yeah, it's it's from a YouTube channel. Yeah. Where it's just a robot voice reading text. Uh, I, I think it was was it supposed to be today or tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I think it's four nineteen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so there's supposed to be some sort of chemical attack on New York tomorrow. I think it was a week uh, early. I think they I think they got the psyop wrong and they sent him out a week early last or week. Or it's predictive programming cuz well those were just smoke grenades you buy at the at the fireworks stand. Hey, maybe they're going to be something else in them though, dude. And then you know the world's supposed to end on the 22nd too, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Friday. So Let's yeah. see. Hey, how hey, at least we get to celebrate 420 first. You know, they they give us our, a holiday <laughs> and then they'll then they'll just end the world. And they give it and they take Monday it. Night master debaters, too. You know, it's a good thing, too. If we if we didn't have this, what would the world be? Right, Matt? <laughs> Seriously, true. man, there'd be some real intellectual people out there with nothing to do because that's well, all that did, listens did you guys... to Monday Night Master Debaters. So you guys have a take about what happened at the the subway in New York? Because uh, magically, none of the cameras were operating when that happened. Nobody so died. I, Sounds nobody like an MK died. Ultra operation to me. Well, you have yeah. multiple other guy turned himself in. Like and he was he, black. Like he and well, yeah. Well, there's they, so many. I mean, first of all, they were looking for a five foot five man, and if you saw the size of this gentleman, you could not mistake him for five. I think one of his tits was five foot five, but this guy was boy. a giant. Um, and and the whole thing with him is like it, it's almost like he did the operation, went back to the hotel, and then all of a sudden they flicked that switch and he went out of the programming and saw himself on TV and like, holy shit, that's me. And he called the cops on himself and was like, Hey, why am I am the guy that you're looking for on television? And they went and arrested him with no issue. I mean, if that's Uh, not MK ultra sounding, I don't know what is. It'd be great if they have have a history of, of black supremacy nationalist views that he's posted publicly online. So they say after the fact, they show any, they show any of those things, Kyle? Or any- they're on YouTube. I've seen, I've, I've seen links. Interesting. To yeah, but how easy is it to mess with somebody's page if you control them, right? And after that, that they, I'm, I'm sure there's some way they can go on and add posts. And yeah, stuff. 
and I'm not denying that at all, but simple solution. He was a a black racist. You know what I mean? He hated, he hated anyone. Now, Kyle, you're a a hunter, right? You you know how to, how to shoot. What is the probability of 33 shots fired in a subway car and not one of them is near fatal? Everything is extremities. Everything is an arm or a leg. Right. Hmm. Uh, I'd say very unlikely, uh, depending on what rounds he used to. If he was using if if he was using FMJ, one of those was going to go through somebody's arm and hit their chest. Or if he was using hollow point, one of those shrapnel pieces was going to hit an artery. Someone should have died. Chris, if you're using a 22, it's going to hit somebody. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what I know. That's what just doesn't make any sense. The statistical improbability of him firing 33 shots and not really severely wounding anyone. And then on top of it, like we said, none of the cameras were working at the station before where it happened, the stop that it happened at, and the stop after where it happened. Those are the only three sets Mm -hmm. of cameras in the whole city that were down at that time. And this just so happened to happen 20 minutes after the lieutenant governor was indicted on every sort of fraud and corruption charge you could be charged with. Right. Well, and the media's response to it as well. You're right, Matt. 100 percent. It's a cover up for something. It was MK Ultra activation. You know, they said, you know, kill John Lennon. And that's what happened. And he just flipped a switch and, and went. But also look at the media response too. They were all constantly pointing out the high capacity magazines. They were constantly pointing out the 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 semi auto feature of these pistols, which every pistol is semi automatic. And what if Biden come out and say the day before? The day before at banning high capacity magazines and ghost guns. And it's and like, then did you see what his gun like? It was like a retarded infant tried to scrape off the cereal on his gun. So he, they were trying to make the tie that this was a ghost gun, but it was you could still see the cereal plain as day. Yeah, it was it like three scratches and, through it. And it's never been illegal in the United States to manufacture a firearm for personal use. Uh, ghost guns—that's just the term they use, but it's it's just the same as if you bought a gun making kit and make it. I have three D printers. I can print a gun and buy a barrel and a firing pin, and I can make a gun. As long as I don't sell it to anybody or give it to anybody, it's completely legal under this uh, United States federal law. So it's just it's ridiculous because they can't track it. But if you buy a barrel, most of the time it's going to be track. You know what I mean? Like it's it, there's weight. It's not like you're doing anything illegal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so there's that narrative. There's a gun control narrative. We've had multiple sh- mass ma- quote unquote mass shootings in the last week. It's like the Obama administration all over again. There were no cameras in Epstein's cell. There were no cameras at Sandy Hook. There were no cameras at the subway shooting. I mean, all of these things are for a bigger narrative. But I think something that, you know, we got to keep eyes out tomorrow for what happens uh, in, uh, you know, see Uh, if the the nuke's going to launch tomorrow. I'm super curious to see how that's going to go down. There, I don't know if you noticed, too, the same day that that uh, subway shooting happened, there was a little incident that went down in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? With that cop mm-hmm. and a black dude, a white George cop, boy, dude, 2.0 head wrestling. Shot. Yeah, but at the same time, so you have on one instance a black dude shooting up a subway, and another instance a, a white cop shooting a black man while he's on top of him, and his uh, friend was filming that very calmly, you know, very center of the frame, 
If my buddy is wrestling a cop, I'm going to be yelling. I'm not going to be filming, first of all. And I'm going to be yelling like, hey, dude, stop fighting the cop. You know what I mean? Like, you got him, bro. You got him. Don't say anything to him. You know, the the guy filming was just like, hey, get off him, man. Like, don't do that. You got this. It's all chill. Yeah. And then you have this shit that went down. Wasn't there a shooting in Houston, too, recently? I mean, there was a shooting somewhere in Texas, I think. I mean. Well, but that we're is not the other thing to... that you're starting to see come back in the news, Ryan, is police shootings, flag. right? And that's yeah, been... I think it's, it's an election year. This summer is going to be spicy, boys and girls. Well, yeah, it's just and I've said this for, love, dude. I've said this for months. I don't think if there's not a 2022 election, there I, will I, be. I, I, there will. I don't be. think there. So my theory. Let me tell me tell you my theory. Either there there won't be a 2022 election, or there will most certainly not be a 2024 election. I don't think it's going to happen. I think emergency powers will be enacted I, or the shit will hit the fan. I, so they're not going to give up power by any well, means. Whether Kyle, they can... The world's supposed to end on Friday. So, well, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's what I'm, the nuke's going to drop on New York tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, we'll all be dead by Friday. So it's going to eat us. It's going to all happen. You have a nice key ante and a bottle of uh, and some farva beans, right? Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, man. It's uh, it is an, an interesting time always, as we say. But, you know, I, I definitely uh, see the theory of 2022 not happening as far as the election goes. But either way, even if it happens, dude, um, I think the Democrats will just steal it again, man. I still stand behind the idea, even though I'm not a big Trumper anymore. I do think that they stole the 2022 election uh, or the, I'm sorry, the 2020 election. That was a Freudian slip. They're going to steal the 2022 uh, election for sure. Um, and all these elections from now on, dude, Biden just made a, a, a plan to uh, ensure that the elections go the same way. They, they call it fortifying democracy, uh, meaning that, you know, democracy is basically dead. It's no longer the, the mob rule. It's the little bit of the elite that pick and choose who wins, man. It's been like that, but now it's just in your fucking face. And it's to the point where it's like, dude, you know, it's creating a lot of apathy. It's making people not want to go vote. But um, I would just say go out and vote so that the numbers have to be so fucking insane to where it's like 200 million people voted for Biden this this election. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's dude, kind of what okay. we got in 2020, though, Ryan. Right. I mean, dude, we 81 got the most mil, no popular way president ever i mean come on i don't know who i talked to recently it was on a a podcast i I did i I might not have put it out yet or i don't know but uh people are no it was yeah i did an episode with mitch uh from down the rabbit hole Uh, i'm putting it out tomorrow he's saying he's already getting uh applications in the mail for mail-in ballots and he's gotten like three or four of these ballots from in different names and everything like that, not ballots, but applications for mail vote by mail, which up until 2020, it was very hard to get an absentee ballot. I I could not get, I lived in Illinois, but I was a Texas resident while I was in college. I could not, they were like, fuck no, dude, you're not getting a fucking ballot. And now uh, in most States, they just giving them out like candy. You know, it's interesting, Kyle, that you say that my town actually sent me a notice saying that if I didn't fill out their census information, I wasn't going to I was going to be taken off the voter registry. So it's almost the opposite. Like they were removing me and I, I, you know, I don't I just found that weird. Yeah. And uh, what what, what state are you in? The Communist Republic of Massachusetts. Okay, well, he's in. Uh, Mitch is in Pennsylvania, so 
And we know Pennsylvania has been fucky this whole time, but that is interesting that they, uh, it, hey, it might be a good thing. Maybe they're trying to clean up those voter registration uh, records because that was the only positive I could think of. I think they're probably trying to make it because they're moving all these illegals all throughout the country and they want to make that population in Massachusetts not grow too much. You know oh, what did I mean? You see that, uh, the governor of Texas is shipping out all the illegals that come here. He's shipping them to uh, Washington, D.C. Did y'all see that? Yeah, it's yeah. such a stupid publicity stunt, dude. I don't it's, like it. I don't is. like that motherfucker, man. Fucking hot wheels. Yeah, never dude. Stand for Texas. <laughs> he can, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just an insane publicity stunt man i don't know how much money it would cost to do that right i mean they're probably going to say it was only the bus tickets but it also it's the the gas which is astronomical they that money could have gone to something different dude you know what i mean it didn't need to go to that bullshit where because well, they're all making they're so much money from all those austin texas property taxes that shit dude we're, we're making bank here in texas with all these californians moving in they're used to paying high home yeah. prices they thought they taxes, were getting a deal dude. moving here and now we're just the fucking I think it was up like over 50 percent from last year. Mm-hmm. Property taxes in the, in Austin. It's crazy. It's it, Did you have the same all over Texas from Texas? Yeah, dude, I can't even in, I'm in Amarillo. I and I we me and my fiance, we make good money. We both work in education. I mean, not like great money. We're not rich, but we should be able to afford a, a, a starter home. We're looking at right now. It's almost impossible, dude. Houses that are. Three bed, two bath, you know, little backyard, nothing crazy, right? Probably shitty, shitty as fuck houses. Uh, $300,000 down the street from us. And it's like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? This a year ago, it was 120. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then, there's there's but, but look here. at the value of it. Look at the value of the house. It's probably, it's probably still rated at like 190. Yeah. But, you're, but it's right now buying a home is. In my opinion, buying a home right now is like buying like in 2007, 2008, 2009, something like that. You know what I mean? It's 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 a risk for sure. I think we're better off buying some land and getting like a prefab or something because it's it's way cheaper, way cheaper. Yeah, Should like I a manufactured myself home? and do better. What was that? Like a manufactured home? Yeah, 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 dude. They're not bad. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's in it's scary to think blackrock has a big part in that too you know what i mean um but it, it's uh Dude, it's risky to try this, and buy anything right now every day this week i've been seeing blackrock trending on twitter which i think is a good thing people are kind of you know average americans trying to buy a house and they see a story about it even our our local you know facebook groups for you know houses for sale and stuff people were complaining about how expensive one of these houses was and i commented i said quote you know you will own nothing and you'll be happy. And I explained this is part of the great reset. And this bitch yeah. was like, uh, that's not how it works. I guess, I guess she's like a realtor or something. She's like, that's not how that works. And like fucking laughed at me. And I was like, well, here's an article saying that exactly what I told you is happening from a trusted news source that you should trust. You know what I mean? And it was basically saying, uh, you know, stock companies or brokers on wall, wall street is buying up middle America uh, so you can't own a house and no response after that, of course. But I mean, it's, it's out there in our faces and I think people are starting to see it. Uh, it I don't know what it's going to take, man. Uh, you can only fuck with people so much before the shooting starts and I'm not advocating for violence, but I mean, shit, once people stop being able to eat, affording their groceries, being able to drive to work, I mean, when, that's when- the exact reason why I'm armed. I'm not, 
armed to fight off the government because they, they don't really need weapons. They, we, they have technology where guns are obsolete. I'm, I have weapons to defend myself from other crazy people who are starving. Yeah. You know, it's a good point, dude. I mean, it really is. The, the whole tax shit. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie, man. Like I, I slept on my taxes. I, I completely like procrastinated it. So many, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many people are pissed about taxes this year, dude. You know what I mean? It's to the point where it's like, I wonder how many people didn't file. You know what I mean? Um, I know I'm probably going to have to pay a penalty or something down the road, but dude, I just, I completely fucking like, just wasn't even thinking about it. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it sucks, man. I I know that even the, uh, the tax agents are like, dude, this administration is, it fucked us this year. You know what I mean? And I had to pay a lot more this year. If I was going to follow through with it, I would have had to pay a lot more than I ever have. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, dude, where the fuck's that money going? Ukraine. In one of the, one of the COVID bills uh it or maybe it was the omnibus spending bill some bullshit they there was like i don't know like a few hundred bill going directly to the irs for more staffing i don't know if that has actually you know been followed through with but that's the scariest when you start giving the irs money to actually investigate shit it's gonna be i mean because they've said they've been backed up since 2020 on the actually like I, but I got my fucking return in three days after filing. So it's just, I, I bet they're just giving them, you know, go pushing them through. And then on the back end, they'll go and check shit out. But, but you're right, dude. It's, it's, it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I owed money, dude. I make, I don't make much money, man. And I somehow you owed money. Owe yeah. I did. Do you too. have to pay state taxes. What's that? Uh, yeah. You pay state taxes. See, in Texas, we don't have an income tax. So, uh, I've never had to pay why, well, when I lived in Illinois and New Jersey, I paid like, you know, 20 bucks in state taxes or something, but I've oh, never, yeah, yeah. we have state and federal. I mean, we got all, all of them, but here, I've but never yeah. owed money on my federal taxes. I don't, uh, I guess if you have kids, it's different or nope. what? no kids. I, I mean, no, that's the, what's wild. Dude. Now it's different because if you got any of the, uh, you know, COVID money, then they were tax you on it. So that all that money that they gave you that was free money is taxable. Well, they said it wasn't taxable to me. They told me that what didn't count as income. Uh, yeah, I, I got that same letter. Yeah, that said it doesn't count as income. Don't it worry about it. To. You know what I mean? So it I was didn't get taxed be... on it, but I mean the tap my my checks are I get more money taken out of my checks, so I don't have to pay anything on the back end. I guess that's what it, I claim zero. Yeah, you know when you fill out a W two. So I don't know if y'all do it differently, but I've never had to owe money. But like my parents, they live in Texas too, and every now and then they have to, you know, especially now that they own their own businesses, they have to pay more. Uh, like they do quarterly taxes and everything. So I'm sure it's different for everybody, depending on what 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 you do for your income. But when you know when they ask, like, did you do any crypto this year? I'm like. That's none of your fucking business. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like I made money on crypto, so it doesn't matter. But I was just like, no, none of your business. Yeah. Well, here's a thought for you. Why do we pay taxes if they can just print infinite money anyway? Good fucking yeah. point. Yeah. You know? Yep. They're just sucking it's part of the slavery. It's yep. part of the save- slavery. Exactly. Hey, yeah. on that note, we are going to wrap it up. This has been another fun conversation, and it didn't get to the point 
of debauchery, which is a great ending point. <laughs> Usually we we get to that point of just absolute debauchery and have to cut it off hardcore. This is an esteemed panel here. We don't have to do it. So let's go around <laughs> and and uh, and tell the people where they can find you. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, Kyle is the best fill-in host at the Legit Bat. I will back that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I no guess one fills I'll in start... for Ben quite like you do. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll start there. So uh, I'm Kyle. You can find me at the Legit Bat podcast. Um, that's what I do. That's like my main gig. And then on the side, I host my own show, uh, the big dumb podcast. You can find it anywhere. Um, not so much on YouTube just cause once I started getting videos taken down, I just gave up on that. So I'm working on other platforms right now. Uh, but yeah, we're on all podcast platforms, big dumb podcast. And, uh, thanks, Matt. This was, it's always a pleasure. And uh, I don't know about esteemed, but you know, we're, we, we did keep it pretty tame tonight. I'll say that. For Monday Night yeah. Master Debater standards, we this is esteemed. This is a good one. <laughs> Mikey, where can the people find you, brother? Uh, you can find me on my socials at KGUPFM. And uh, you can go to www.kgup1065.com. Uh, all my videos are pretty much on YouTube, but um, I am going to be looking for different platforms over the summer because you know, I work as a, as a teacher, so... A lot of my time is just I got to get up early. And so fall and spring and winter, it's just really hard to to do all this stuff. And <laughs> summer's are nice in education, dude. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And you, you have Check a Patreon, right, Mikey? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I just started one. I will put the link in, in the description, all your links and everything down there so that people can find cool. you. Excellent. Appreciate Thank you for joining us, brother. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's a real honor. Thank, thank you. All right, Ryan, we're at that point. Are we rapping, huh? Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Dangerous World Podcast. You know where to find me, hopefully. And uh, check out the uh, daily news dump on YouTube. That's pretty much all I do on YouTube now. Uh, that's a fun little program. Uh, the only trusted news source, in my opinion. Okay. It's just real quick news bites. Um, but yeah, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. And I mean, you can listen anywhere else that uh, podcasts are heard. What about you, Matt? Great Deception Podcast, Instagram, YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey. Uh, and on our my YouTube channel, my son just came up with an idea. He wants to go on YouTube Live with me and do some live uh, photo uh, analysis, looking at some old world pictures and stuff like that. Okay, He's kind of getting into the history stuff. He's nine, oh. so... Uh, I think I'm going to start like doing a little segment with him, you know, maybe like 10, 15 minutes to start every week where we hop on YouTube and, you know, he wants to, he wants to talk to people, he says. So uh, I'm thinking him. about, awesome. yeah, I'm thinking about getting that going, but I, I'm going to work on building up the YouTube channel with, you know, corny stuff. This won't be up there right now. Although I do want to get, my goal is to get the master debaters on YouTube and see how long it takes before they take a channel. So we may create a dummy great deception channel and put this. Yeah. On a separate channel. Yeah. Yeah. Not long for sure. Yeah. No. And that's why like I, every it's funny because every single one of the master debaters for the last, I'd say, oh, well, this year probably uh, has one of those little COVID tags on it now. And it's like, it's just so ridiculous. So if it got, it has one on Spotify, I can only imagine what YouTube would do to it. So, hmm. 
All right, yeah. guys. With that said, thank you for everything. Have a great night. Uh, stay safe. Stay strong. And question everything. A vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action, so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. Our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together.